Welcome back to Rain the Narrative with Jake and Eddie. I'm Jake. And I'm Eddie. Oh, God. Eddie, we are alive. Yeah, uh, after a one-episode break, you know, like last Saturday or Sunday, we didn't uh, upload. And we we just had a few errors with... Uh, Scheduling. Yeah, this, the scheduling, because originally we, we thought that we were going to be able to record on that day. Turned out, we couldn't. I was so. 12 hours away. Yeah. Uh, well, I was only eight at that time, but I was in another state. I was in Illinois, because mm-hmm. you know where I went for spring break? Where? Mountain Mama, West Virginia, take me home. Copyright strike. Copyright strike. <laughs> so not, not if it's over 10, uh, shorter than 10 seconds, but... Yeah, so we got the we got the last podcast done that um, Small Town Sucked, which is now are very popular, doing very well, our fifth most popular episode. I, th- I think it's because it's relatable to the fact that they do suck. They really do. We go watch it if you are bored or if you don't like this one. That one's or, really or you know, you could go listen to it because it's not watchable. Ha <laughs> ha you're so fucking funny. Original. Everyone in the room laughed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um... Where was I? I lost my train of thought because you just fucking annoyed the piss out of me there. Um, oh, yeah. So if you want to go give that a listen. But we, we got that episode done like the day before I left, right? And I'm like, oh, we're going to be gone a week, my parents said. I'll be good. And then like we were driving home that Sunday. And I thought I was going to be home in time to record. And then we stopped at the hotel. And I'm like, what are we doing? And she's like, oh, we're spending the night at the hotel. I'm like, well, shit, I got to tell Eddie. And so that's why we didn't record a uh, episode for that day. Is that I was just gone. I offered you to come break into my house and record an episode. Yeah, but that's that's weird. Well, like that. you could I, just come in here. Well, yeah, I could, but it wouldn't be the same, you know. It's writing the narrative with Jake and Eddie. You could have done writing the narrative with like Eddie and Isaiah. Yeah, right. well, you know, the the listeners don't know who Isaiah is yet. Yet. You'll meet him soon. He's an interesting guy. Definitely interesting, De- but very willing to talk and very pretty. So open. He, you, Isaiah, sneak peek at our one of our next guests coming up here is probably going to be one Isaiah. Um, so you want to ask me some questions about where I went? So the first part of this podcast, we're literally just going to be talking about like what my trip was like and stuff like that. And the second part, we just want to talk about business. Yeah, it's like general business ideas, concepts. We don't really have a very tight script at all. Well, we never have a script, but like we have a general idea of where it's going. We don't for this one. We just a business. We're like business. All right, fuck. Yeah. So I guess first question was why? Why the trip? Like, oh, why? Why West Virginia? Yeah. Why? Why did you go? What was the purpose of the trip? Like, you know. Oh, my sister got a um scholarship to West Virginia, uh, Charleston capital, mm-hmm. University of Charleston for soccer. Um, and she just ended up staying there. So we went to go visit her. It was my niece's um to second birthday you know um i think it was either yesterday or the day before is when i first found out that the capital of west virginia is charleston really and the reason why i was so confused was because there's charleston south carolina oh yeah yeah so i i told you before i really want to go see charleston and then you were like, "No, it's an awful place." And I was like, "What? It's not a. It's I, bad." I thought he was you, in. You said you wanted to live in Charleston. Yeah, and I yeah. said, "Fuck no." But but you and I had it confused. I was talking about Charleston, South Carolina, 
You were oh, talking about Charleston, West Virginia. I, oh, because I, I said I was in Charleston. You're like, yeah. I've always wanted to go to Charleston. I want to live in Charleston. Uh, yeah, that, that's like, why I was so. <laughs> that's why I was so confused. Was because I was like, I thought he was in West Virginia, not South Carolina. And then I found out later that the capital of West Virginia is Charleston. Really? It's just like, you know, obviously the better Charleston is South Carolina, Charleston, right? Because it's bigger, it's nicer, it's warmer, it's less meth heads <laughs> uh, yeah that's so we're gonna get to that yeah um so first of all in a word it's a city it's in a word meth yeah. crack heroin it's heroin their favorite is heroin oh yeah o- opioids <laughs> so he keeps saying that because charleston west virginia is the overdose capital of the world yeah and we talked about this on our worst episode ever the united states tier list when we put F- uh, west I, i've advocated to put S- west virginia f tier and he wouldn't allow that and i had to explain to him why and now that i went there again it refreshed my memory mm-hmm. so she doesn't live like in the city. Well, technically she's within city limits, but she okay. lives in a fucking back road boondock. Yeah. Um, and like, it's weird because you'll have the main city, right? That was a sneeze, by the way, well, in case you were wondering. What the fuck else would it be? But, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they can't pants see. Vigorously that loud. Um, but you have the city and then you have like, because everything's in the valley, right? Everything's mm-hmm. like so mountainous that everything has to be built in the fucking valleys. So first off, it's very compact. It's a very tight city. Everything's like on top of each other, next to each other. There's no room to like build in the fucking mountains. Yeah. And so the offshoots of the city are valleys. And in the valleys, you'll see some very interesting things. Okay. First off, you'll see, it's like I, what my sister referenced was if you took dice Right, you shook them and you threw them on a fucking map. That's the um, division of poverty. Okay. Okay. So you'll have three hundred thousand dollar houses next to twenty thousand dollar trailer homes. Mm-hmm. You'll have the fucking coal mines next to beautiful houses on the right, and then on the left, you'll see the coal miners' houses, and they're like fucking broke as shit. Jeez. Oh, yeah, there is no diversity of wealth. It is that interesting in that regard. I I guess I kind of forget that in West Virginia. They're like all coal miners. They love to coal mine. And it's crazy to me that like how the average life expectancy is like a below 40 for a coal miner. It, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, well, they're breathing in that shit all the time. It's horrible work. Yeah. I mean, but like they haven't innovated this shit since like the coal mining first started. Mm-hmm. You know how they have like the fucking like you picture a coal miner on the thing and they're like you push them along the track. And yeah, the mines and then you know like stereotypical like mining carts mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same thing but instead because they need to go farther and farther to find coal in the mines they fucking drop them down they lay them on like uh you know pe class they have like those sliding boards those like little sliding boards that like you fuck around and dick around with and wheel around oh yeah yeah, yeah i remember that. um the, it's like that thin and they lay on it and they like pull them through the system that's like and the tunnel is like this big and they're laying flat on this thing, and they're pulling them across. Okay, so I want to give, like, dimensions for people. So, like, the board that he's talking about, the thing that they lay on is probably around, like, three inches thick. Right, but it's and like then, an automated track. For yeah. Them. And then, like, the hole is probably about, like, what, three feet tall? Yeah, yeah and then it's, tall. like, it's wider, but they can't, like, stand up. So they, like, lay there like they're in a fucking coffin, right? And they go across, and they just, like, 
like for like miles they just oh fucking like lay there and then they get to the spot where they mine then they mine they fucking breathe stale stagnant air full of coal and mm-hmm. then they get back on the track and day's done time to go drink so do they get paid for like the they transportation get, they get paid for... very well they get paid extremely well i'd imagine so but they die yeah all the they, fucking time they, did you see that movie i forgot the name of the movie but it was like uh this this guy was born into a family of coal miners and then he became a scientist like he started to get really into rockets and stuff yeah i saw the beginning of that movie i forgot what it was called though yeah it but, escapes me but like it, it's very stated in the movie that when you are born into a family of coal miners you are expected to become a coal miner yeah, yourself cuz like that's all you know yeah that's just how it is that's in that's how it is in west virginia too the second thing is lost souls or daywalkers. Um, I mentioned this to Eddie. There are people in West Virginia who are so high on drugs uh, that they just walk, right? Yeah. And they walk without a purpose. They don't want money. They don't want food. They don't want anything. They don't want to ride. They're just so fucking high on drugs. They just fucking walk wherever they want and do whatever they want with their, like, and they're homeless. I mean, when you have heroin, I guess just walking is pretty fun. I yeah, just fucking walk. And so you you won't hit deer in West Virginia. What you will fucking hit is the people in the middle of the road that want to die. Oh, yeah. The smart ones will bring a flashlight. That's how you know they don't want to die and they'll be fucking flinging their arm with the flashlight like ding 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 like a rattler of death and they're yeah. like don't hit me. I'm here. I'm high, but I'm here. <laughs> I want to live. Yeah. And so that's that's a little concerning. There is a stack of very high amount of homeless though. That do ask for like posters, but a lot of them are just daywalkers or lost souls. They nap in Walmarts. So I don't even understand how you get to be homeless because at that point, when you just work in the mines, you know, like right, that's what you would think, but then they just don't want to. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Huh? Because like I feel like being homeless might be a worse environment than the coal mines. At least you can do something. At yeah. least you can buy drugs if you work in the coal mines. Like I just like, don't get it. Yeah. Like I'd rather breathe in stinky, filthy air, stinky, filthy coal air than inject heroin into my body. You know, like I bet the coal air is better for you than, than heroin. The, true, probably. Yeah. Um, but it's just how it is down there. They don't want anything except drugs, and it's kind of crazy. They're almost like wild animals. Really? In the fact that the the days, I was talking to my sister. There was one day down there where it was really nice. It was like 85 degrees and hot and sunny. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to her and she's like, yep, the, the day walkers won't be out today. It's too hot. What? Yeah. So I, I guess when it gets too hot or too cold, they fucking like hide like cockroaches. And then when it's like, she'll be like, but we can't go driving in the evening because they'll come out on the roads. And sure enough, we went out to a bar that night in a restaurant. And as the sun fucking set, like little fucking cockroaches, they came out from I don't even know where and like went out to the roads. So what they're like predictable. Yeah, like they're very predictable. If it's too sunny, they won't be out on the roads because it's like you don't want to fucking if you're homeless, you don't want to be on a hot highway in 85 degree weather. Yeah. It'll fucking boil you alive. But I guess when the sun sets and it's cool like a fucking animal, you'll come out if if you're a smart homeless person that's the prime time to go out because all the other homeless people aren't out right so then they're more likely to just give you money instead of like you know the other homeless people what i don't get is they're, they're not asking for money oh that's yeah that's true about. yeah some are 
there are occasionally ones that hold up posters like I need a food, a job, water, whatever you can spare. Yeah. The others will be like, I don't want anything. Um, imagine not getting accepted into the coal mines, you know? Right. Like they're like you were literally too dangerous to put in the coal mines. Yeah, being such a degenerate that they're like, Yeah, you can't you can't work here. Like, yeah. no. You'd probably just like find a way to have the mines collapse in on yourself and then we gotta pay for that shit. So be gone. It is beautiful scenery up there. The, the coal just, mines? No, well, not the coal mines. Because I asked my sister. I asked my sister because she just bought this house. It's fairly new. Yeah. I asked her. I'm like, is your tap water safe to drink? And she's like, um, let me think about it. Where's the coal mine in direction from us? Because <laughs> all the valleys have rivers. Yeah. And so it's like the coal mine is. She's like, oh, the coal mine is downriver from us. No, it's good to drink. You're good. <laughs> I'm like. Wait, if you're downriver from a fucking coal mine, like that's well. First of all, if you have to think about it for a second, that that's, that's the a first. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the a red first, flag. Yeah, that's the first red flag. And then the fact that, like, okay, so how new is this? Because like, if she's been living there for a month and she still has to think about well, what she's smart safe. enough not to drink the tap water. She has a fridge. Yeah, so she just buys bottled water from like bottled Walmart. water and then out of the fridge, not out of the sink. Yeah. Out of the fridge. So what? She has like a filter in yeah. her fridge. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah, she doesn't deal with it. But we the we the bathrooms were taken and the other uh, the sink and the and the um, fucking fridge was out. So I was asking if I could drink the tap water. Oh yeah, like and if you go into a Walmart, that that water fountain there, mm-mm, don't drink it. <laughs> don't don't drink that fucking water, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like that where it's you know it, where's the coal mine in your location to us? Another thing is. She lives down uh, a road called with a creek, and and the, like I said, there's no fucking room for anything. Yeah. Right. So the the creek bends with the road because it follows the road, and so like the the driveways of these people they won't have driveways if they live on the so the road will be on the left side of the creek, but their house will be on the right side. Mm-hmm. So for where she lives especially, there's bridges to get to your house and these fucking bridges are so goddamn sketchy. <laughs> yeah, they're like rickety. I've, I've, like, you saw the video. Yeah. I took a video on my Snapchat and posted it of me crossing the bridge and it's like, uh, uh, and it's like fucking flying back and forth. Dude, and it sounded like someone fell, fell in. in. Yeah, no, that was just the bridge oh. creaking that goddamn loud. It wow. was like, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die because there's like five of us on the bridge. Yeah. I was talking to the dude who owns the house that we crossed that bridge and he's like, yeah, I had people deliver furniture across it and I was like, I was pretty sure they were going to make it. <laughs> It's like Pretty a 15 true. foot drop. Oh my god! Well, when the creek's at low water, right? Yeah. Because then the creek raises up on flooding month, on the flood months, and then it will literally like tear down trailer homes. Oh. There was this one. So what? Of, it goes past the bridge and then just like it, no, it goes over the bridge. Like, yeah, I know. Like past up. the yeah. bridge, like uh, higher above. Yeah. And so occasionally it will flood up and it'll be like stuck in his house. <laughs> wow. And um, we're so we were one we were looking at the tra- trailer park home as we passed. There was like five trailer parks next to each other. And some of them were raised by concrete slabs and others were on the ground. Yeah. And I was talking to my sister. I'm like, hey, what's with that? And she's like, well, the river flooded a few years back and literally carried some of those trailer parks like <laughs> downstream. So uh, the government gave them money to raise their homes with concrete slabs. And they're like ridiculously raised. Yeah. Some of them did. And some of them just probably spent the money on drugs. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> wow. So I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's the thing is that Whenever the government gives people money, you know that that's not going to be a good idea. No, 
because they don't use it on what they're supposed to. Yeah, I saw maybe been, like yeah. two out of the ten houses there that like ra- actually raised them or raised. Yeah, that's a smart. Those are the smart people. Well, at that point, I would just use that money to move somewhere else. To True. be honest, like that, <laughs> that's the best course of action. Buy a car, buy a good car, and get the hell out of there. Yeah, everyone's related to everyone down there. Man, that's another thing. You will have an acre of land, which my sister's lucky enough to own like a full acre of land. But next to her, the acre of land next to her, she'll be like, oh, that's um Johnny D. And he's the son of Billy Bean, who is on the same acre of land. I saw five houses on one acre of land. I'm like, oh, so who owns that land? And she's like, oh, well, technically he owns it. And he point, she points like across the fucking street. Yeah. And like he owns the land, but then he allows the trailer parks to be put on the house. But these are like permanent trailer parks. Yeah. Trailer park homes. And so I'm like, okay, then he owns the trailer park homes? And she's like, no, they own the trailer park homes. But he owns the land. So at any point, he could kick them off the land if he wanted. And I was like, how the fuck does that work? So like, let's say you got to get going. Like, you, but you fucking pick up your trailer home and move it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Either that or I think at that point, since it's on his property... It's his property. So he could... Couldn't he technically just like... He can't because they own the trailer park. They own the deed to the house. It is so confusing, Eddie. Oh, I I guess I get it. So like if you park your car in a parking lot, that doesn't mean that it's your car. It just means that they're parking in your parking lot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But like they're all family. Another thing, downtown Charleston, huge statues of people. Okay. Oh, what? Of people. Okay. Two huge, like, folk people with, like, folk hats, and they're playing a banjo, and the other one's playing a violin or some form of it. Yeah. And they were tinted a little blue. They were clearly, like, um, uh, there was a white person and, like, an African-American male. Okay. And they are tinted a little blue, and I thought that was just, like, the weathering, uh, like, fucking wearing off the paint. Yeah. I'm like, why are they blue? And she's like, oh, those are the Appalachian blue people. I'm like, dear Lord, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and she's like... Oh, okay. Well, if you've never heard the rumors, there was a family in Appalachia who was so fucking inbred that their skin turned blue. Hmm. How do you feel about that, Eddie? Look it up if you've never heard of it. It's well, crazy. I, I have. I have. It's just like... um, It's like they found a, found a cheat code. <laughs> cheat code. Mutations. <laughs> Mutations. <laughs> Evolution, baby. Yeah, Fallout Four. And so they, <laughs> radio, radioactivity. It's the coal mine water. I'm telling you. Yeah. Inbreeding in coal mine water. Yeah, but then they have these statues of the Appalachian blue people, or technically, were they were in Kentucky, but still, they're close enough where they're like, shit, that'd be cool to have. Wait, why? Why is that something that they're like advertising? You know, uh, like, hey, you know, th- these guys, there are people. You know, we we want you to be inbreds. Like, so what? believe it or not, there was um, they had to put like stuff in certain so to combat like the homeless problem that's so high. Yeah, the government doesn't really deal with the problem; <laughs> they kind of just relocate the problem. Okay. So the um, the park where those people were, they wanted yeah. to make a tourist destination in a random spot. I'm like, this is a pretty weird spot for this. And so there was also a police station right next to the blue people. And what ended up happening was was that there was um. A massive drug dealing, homeless heroin situation in that it was like hard in the middle of the downtown. Okay. And so like homeless people were there. Um uh, there was massive drug bust in the building that was in the park. 
and okay. it was so bad that the, the lingering people they decided to not only bust that building like the cops but then they moved a police a new police station into that building to combat the homeless wait so there's two police stations yeah they're like they're really close to each other they're like blocks away but they put a new police station in that park just because like the drug and the homeless population was so bad there to like just move them out it's like when you have um picture like a bunch of marbles right okay and like and they're all there in a clump yeah okay they don't really remove the marbles as much as they take a big fucking rock and they throw it in the middle of the marbles and then yeah just it disperse yeah scatters scatters okay. get rid of them yeah I get understand. rid of the problem move the problem and so what you see is is that like it's not that the population is you know better or the drug population is better it's more spread out so you see it as less Oh, okay. Yeah. So they took that large concentration of homeless and drug users and they threw a rock in the middle of the police station and they put a tourist attraction there so people would actually care about what happens there and then spreads them out. Wow. Gets rid of them. That's not so good. No. You know what? Okay, so um, here in in, uh, the town that we live in, there's... uh, Further down south, like 30 minutes from our, our town, is a town called Rhinelander. And I like to call it Crimelander. But what I just found out was that our crime rate is actually higher than Rhinelander's crime rate. Probably. Yeah, but oh, the reason why I actually, always you know see... what? That does surprise me a lot. Yeah, I know. What, in what areas? What Like like just the whole, the whole sh- town really? itself. Yeah. And so, but the reason why... You always see like cop cars and stuff in Rhinelander. It's just because the the population is bigger, you know. So like, well, our crime rate is higher. There's more people who are committing crimes in Rhinelander because there's just more population, mm. you know, more people to commit the crimes. So I can kind of like see how it would really really get a problem if you had a bigger population and a bigger crime rate and a higher drug usage yeah we well, have that, a, we have drug problems rate. well yeah but sometimes they just like ignore it because if the cops went around and searched every like day walker they'd probably find you know drugs on his person and yeah. stuff like that but what's the point throw him in jail mm-hmm. and then they fucking what they can't they go to jail and then yeah, what you fill out your it. jail like it's not gonna work. It's not a sustainable, you know, outcome. When they get out of the jail, they just go, go back, back to, to doing more drugs and being yeah. homeless. Well, what you gave them a home? Like, yeah, you actually like you put a. What are they not gonna get drugs in prison? Yeah. Like, my sister who is an EMT down there, says she deals with two overdose overdose cases in a shift. Wait, so is she an EMT or firefighter? Because you've told me both. That she she oh. does both. Okay, that's like sick. some shifts are you firefighting, which is like you know, general, and then other shifts would be a first responder EMT. Wow, okay. And it says on an, on an EMT shift, she'll typically deal with two overdose cases, which are literally just people on the fucking side of the road who have overdosed. Yeah, seizuring, just like, you know. And somebody's like, hey, this dude's seizuring. I don't know who he is or what he's doing. And usually they are dead on scene. Because oh, it wow. takes, because they'll be like under underpasses and people think they're just fucking homeless people sleeping. Yeah. And then someone will see there's fucking maggots crawling on them and they'll be like, yeah, this dude's dead. <laughs> oh, And then wow. she'll be like, oh, fuck. You know. Wow. That's rough. Yeah, to where like you think that they're sleeping, but they're actually dead. Yeah, but it's it's to a day. 
Like that's crazy. For and one it, for one station. Yeah, one that's just for her and then like, you know, got to think all the other stations in Charleston. How many stations are there total? I have no idea. Probably like over 10. Two a day over 10 in a city like that. Yeah. That's pretty I think, high. I think I looked up the population and it's like it's not that high in Charleston. No. No, it's something like 50,000 or something. What you will have in West Virginia is some really nice people. Some really genuinely nice people. Really? Who will do like anything for anyone. That's really surprising. And you would think they'd be like conservative and not talk to people. And conservative as in the fact like they're you know, reclusive, want to be left alone. I think a better uh, term is reserved. Right. Yeah. Really reserved. But there are people down there that are so nice and genuine to talk to. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. They're just like great people. I'm sure that's like that's everyone, but like these people look so big and scary, right? Toting their guns, and they'll just they'll come up. They come up to me, like her neighbors come up to me, and be like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And we have like a thirty minute conversation. Yeah, that is something that I've seen more in like like poorer neighborhoods. Is that they're more friendly? They are. Yeah, like it's more of a tight knit community, you know. And. There are definitely some people. <laughs> the restaurants there, so fucking funny. There are bars and restaurants down her like little side road. So we went to this place called the Dairy Winkle. Okay. Dairy Winkle. And it's it's so funny. The community itself that she lives in is just hilarious to me. And it's like that everywhere. So um the I don't want to say the road, but it's it's just a long stretch of road and they call themselves um the creek. <laughs> And so these people that live on the creek, there's two, there's one, two restaurants and two bars. Okay. The first restaurant is the Dairy Winkle. And the Dairy Winkle is like a family mom and pop burger place, right? And I think it's so funny how much I stuck out there mm-hmm. because I had this long middle part hair and I walk in and I'm wearing Crocs with no socks on. I'm wearing shorts and um, a t-shirt that says fun guy on it. Yeah, and I walk in, and the, these dudes, these dudes from the fucking coal mine, are sitting there in the corners. Twenty five group on this small ass place. Yeah, twenty five group of guys with these fucking cowboy boots on, um, oh, greasy mullets. Yeah, and I'm sitting there with my fucking burger and my tray, and they all just look at me like I'm a sci- like in a sci fi movie. Yeah, They're like why doesn't that kid have a mullet with head long of hair? And I'm like, oh lord, where am I? And so I set my tray down and I try and eat, but every time I look over, they're fucking looking at me. It's just yeah. like they, they they're were wearing pro- jeans and khakis. They and were probably like, making fun of you. Yeah, they were definitely making fun of me. Yeah, I loved it though. I didn't talk to them. It was just it's interesting. I like I, but then I talked to other people and they'd be like so genuinely nice. Oh, another thing is is that people like who work in big like the WalMarts. Yeah. Or you can tell they're like day one workers. Like they actually have no idea where anything is. Really? I went up to a dude. I'm like, hey, where's the uh, bread aisle? And he's like, oh, aisle five. And he took me to the fucking liquor aisle. And then he ended up admitting that he had no idea where the bread aisle was. He just took a guess. Oh. And I'm like, thanks. And I walked away. <laughs> that makes sense though. Because like when, like did he look like a drug addict? Him? No, he looked like a like an actually intelligent person. Oh, like a normal dude. Well, like... But still, like, no matter what, you know, I feel like people down there just want to get paid, you know? Right. And that, that's it. That's very accurate. Yeah. They get paid, and then they're done, and they don't want to do anything else. Because it's like, while it may be very hospitable down there, it's still like, I guess, like, you, you have to figure stuff out by yourself, yeah. you know? So, like, 
it's kind of expected that like the employee doesn't help you, you help yourself. Another thing that's really funny down there is that they, when we were driving down there, my sister texted me two things and she said, watch out for these two things. Watch out for the potholes and the town hog. What? The town hog. So when we got there, I'm like, what's the town hog? And she's like, oh, there's a wild 300 pound pig who just roams around the neighborhood. Nobody knows who owns him. He's not a wild pig. He's a like a farm pig. Yeah. But like he just roams the neighborhood. What? And if you hit him, you will fucking like like wreck your car. Oh wow. He's a big motherfucker. He's yeah. a big old hog. And he just roams the neighborhood. So they town have a, hog. Oh my god. And they have a Facebook page dedicated to the town. And so they'll be like, Oh, hog sighted on um this ro- on <laughs> <laughs> so the people take pictures of the hog and she's like look it there's the hog and he'd be like he's sighted on the so end wait, of he, kim he's like the mascot i something like that they don't have a they have like a middle school on that dude degree. that reminds me of so i have a, a a class journalism yeah and for one of my articles i wrote about this bear called hank the tank and he's this 500 pound bear that breaks into homes and eats all their food what he's had over like 20 home invasions where in california that's crazy yeah and dude i gotta show you a picture of hank the tank hold up but as i was saying while eddie pulled up a photo signing the microphone away from his face is that people were like dude watch out for the hog he's out today and he'll go up into the mountains and then he'll come fucking back down from the mountains nobody knows where he lives he just kind of just roams the fucking neighborhood and it's i'm like dude where am i you know type deal oh my god he's fucking massive he can't even fit in the fucking picture he's a fat bear dude. (laughs) dude he's so big he's an obese bear shit dude i if i see that in my kitchen I'm I'm just letting him out of the house. He can have the food. Yeah, Hank the Tank. He's he's also called King Henry. <laughs> King Henry? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. He looks like a fucking astronomical unit. Yeah, and, and like people will just go up to him and feed him and he loves it. What if he like it's compliant, like complacent with the food that he's giving and he takes your limbs instead? Well, he he's accustomed to human food now, so he doesn't mm-hmm. eat animals. He just eats straight straight junk food. I know? just picture him like you'll see him like waddle up to your door, in this glass door, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" And he just leans on it and breaks it, and comes in your home and eats all your food. No, most people like whenever whenever he goes out to their like yard, mm-hmm. they will just like it, it's like an offering or something. They <laughs> they see him out in the yard and they're like, oh, got to give Hank food, you know? Have you ever watched uh, How to Train Your Dragon? Yeah. The first one where all the dragons have to like offer him the biggest dragon like food. Oh, yeah. And so that's what it is. It's like you're throwing Hank food so he doesn't like break into your house. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. So, yeah, West Virginia was a blast. It It sounds like it. I mean, so if there are all these problems with West Virginia why does people, your sister yeah why does your sister live there i'll i'll answer you you i'll answer the sister question and then i'll answer your question right the same reason why like anyone lives down there family and friend you will see well especially my sister she tried moving away from west virginia right because she knew mm-hmm. the economy wasn't the best and she knew like everything was not the, the greatest down there but she missed her friends so much from college that she like was lonely 
Like what? she had no friends. So she moved back because she's a very social person and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if you're wondering why like anyone lives down there, it's mostly because you were born there. You were born and raised in West Virginia and that's all you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, why are you sneezing so much? I don't know, man. <laughs> but um, you just don't know better. So you go down there and you live down there and you're born down there and you fucking your dad works the coal mines there and then you end up, you know, just being a West Virginian. Yeah, you work with your dad at the coal mines. I'll tell you what, I don't know what it is, but it's very addicting to go live down there and then wanting to just stay down there, even though you know it's shit. Yeah. It's something about like this, the Southern, like how friendly and and finding the right people. And it's just, I don't know. Hmm. I really can't explain it to you. Well, it's like, why do people live in Alaska? You know, it's like they just do. They like it. Yeah. I mean, Alaska, I, I don't know. Alaska is one of those where it's like it's it's just such an interesting place. You know, it, it's, it's exactly what it is. It's just such an interesting place. Yeah. Like it's just like you grow. It grows on you. It really does. Well, like like a crippling drug addiction. It grows <laughs> where, where, you know, you're just driving down and you're like, oh, you silly walkers, you, you know, silly walkers. Oh, isn't that crazy that like they sleep in Walmarts and they just fucking allow it? Yeah. I mean, when, you know, an employee is like, yo, get to aisle five. There's a crackhead, you know, uh, pissing on the bread. And you're like, shit, what aisle is aisle five again? I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't like, know how to count. Aisle five? Uh, is that like the liquor aisle? And he's like, no, aisle five, dude. But I guess that's where they go. They either go into um, stores and sleep. I saw like three of them in a store. Or they just, they just, I really don't know where they go. Like, what do you think the business owners think of that? Do you think they just like, ah? Eh, who cares? I, I think the liability for like their security and whatnot is like not worth kicking them out. Really? I I think so because they just don't want to deal with like the lawsuits and whatnot. I don't know what lawsuits would come. They just don't want to deal with it. They yeah, because so. if they if they stay there and they're not causing a disturbance and they're not like bothering people to a certain extent and they're just like kind of in the corner and people are so used to them like just you know screaming random things or like as long as they're not physically harming anyone i don't think they care and they usually leave by nighttime or like oh. when store closed yeah or just whenever the sun sets i guess and yeah then they whenever all... they fucking yeah they go out and then yeah. they lock the doors right because mm-hmm. they come out in the evening that would make sense that's yeah. why they come out in the evening and then the stores just lock the doors and they can't get back in mm-hmm. they're stuck out there yeah oh Wow. That's that's West Virginia. That's West Virginia. I'm sure there's other parts of West Virginia, but it's usually that's like Charleston and it's like the biggest city. So it's it's there's more rural parts. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird though that like their biggest city is only like 50,000 people. Mm-hmm. I think that's their population. And they oh my god, the WV logo is on everything. All right. Everything like that the college, West Virginia Mountaineers. Like people love their fucking college there. Really? It's like if Wisconsin only had Madison mm-hmm. and then no other sports teams. Oh. And so Madison was life. <laughs> you see the badger on literally every piece of clothing everywhere. I guess I can imagine that just because like that's kind of how the Packers are, you know? Like we have a lot of uh, pride in the Packers. Yeah. You know? Like cheeseheads and stuff. Cheeseheads, yeah. whatnot. But then you still have like the Bucks, the Brewers. Other college teams in Wisconsin. Yeah. But like, if, but it's a college. So it's a little weird almost. Cause you see these grown men wearing college gear 
And it's like, what? Yeah, I guess that is pretty weird. Where like their nationality for West Virginia is a college. Yeah, w- w- yeah. Like not only that, but like just the town in general. Like you have the nationality of West Virginia, where they're like, yeah, I'm from West Virginia. But then you also have the pride that comes along with Charleston itself. But Charleston is not um, where the college is located. What? You didn't know that? That's even more confusing. It is. So um, Charleston is the University of Charleston, but the University of West Virginia is in... Um, fuck. Why Why wouldn't it be in it the capital of West Virginia? I don't know. Because, like, you know, the, the University of Wisconsin is in Madison, the um, capital of Wisconsin. Right. Um, that just confuses me. You're opening Google Maps. But it's towards like the top. If it's actually on the other side of West Virginia. If there's any state that would do that, though, it's West Virginia. Maybe they thought that, you know, college would is just like it's just too rich, you know? Like anybody who goes to college is just too rich, so they gotta put it on the other side of West Virginia. Oh, um, hmm. Yeah, it's like it's not there's but like yeah, it's confusing. Okay. I'll we'll talk about it later, but it's like fucking it's a very complicated map. Anyways, but yeah, it's weird. Hmm. They love it. I loved it for like a week. I enjoy being around the people and the culture. Do you think you could ever live down there though? No. Yeah. <laughs> like never. Like it's a fun place to visit, but not a cool place to live. Yeah, the you can get and like I, the land that these people fucking own is like, why even own that? It's literally like I saw a house that was on a mountain, and it's it slants that the dude fenced in his fucking grass yard, but the grass yard is at like a forty five degree angle because he built like on the base of the mountain, like yeah. right on the base, and so his backyard that he fucking fenced in. Why would you fence it in? Is like. At a like a slope like this, and I'm doing like a 45 here. Yeah, it's like why fence that in? You know, well, can you imagine maybe, mowing that grass? Maybe because of like in case any animals try to get to your house or something. Okay, maybe. Yeah, but but like if a fence costs like three hundred, four hundred dollars, why not? You know. But imagine like mowing the grass. <laughs> can you picture that at a 45 degree angle? It just it yeah. looks it looks stupid too because the house is flat and then his fucking backyard is like this. <laughs> it well, just it really looks dumb. I I've mowed uh at forty five degree angles before. At, at the uh, at where I work, but you know? it's like an anchor of land, so it's all at like a hill. Yeah, yeah, like I've mowed that before. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe it's just different because like over there, it's just like it's just life, you know. Like I view it the same thing. It's like. That's just your yard, you know? Like, you don't really care. Well, you can't fucking go up there and put, like, um, your chair in the grass and sit on it because you'll fall and tumble down. (laughs) So you just sit on the hill. You just sunbathe on on the actual grass. You just, like, lay down a blanket or something. These aren't the people that go and sunbathe. (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, if you wanted to, like, sit down or something... You just sit down on the hill, you know? Maybe That's 45 degrees and sharp enough to what I'm describing. It is so steep that if you tried to sit on this hill, you will literally slide down. It is. I, that I'd steep. imagine 45 degrees is steep enough to where if you put a chair, then it will like fall. Like this? But you're picturing there's a hilltop here, right? 
No, I I know that you're it talking keeps going about, up. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. I'm saying like if you wanted to sit down, you'd sit on the hill because it's already at a natural angle to where it becomes, you know, like a place to sit. You can't sit on it. What are you talking about? What do you what do you mean? Dude, if like, the hills, no, I'm, I'm not talking about like putting this. a chair. I'm not talking about. Yeah, putting I know a chair. you can't even sit on it because you'll literally slide like a fucking slide down the grassy hill. Okay, that's more than 45. That's what I was trying to tell you. Okay. I'm like, it might be more than 45. And you're like, no, it's probably like a 45. I'm telling you, it's probably more than a 45. It's like this. House is here. Fucking okay, land is like this. Because I know you were talking about, like, if you put a chair there, then The chair fumble, will fumble. Like, you will fumble. There is no fucking point to this. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. It is that steep. Oh, yeah. Never mind. That's pointless. It is pointless. Because, and then it's fenced in. Okay, now I get grass. what you're saying about, like, mowing. Yeah, that would be... You couldn't and, mow that. And it's not You like, need to get, like, your weed whacker out. Right, and, and like, then, like, fucking steep the hill. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hike, hike, hike up, up the, the hill as you're, like, fucking weed whacking. Yeah. But it's not like his his land goes, and then there's, like, a hilltop to lay on. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it goes here, and then there's more fucking mountain <laughs> like, oh, you for know, miles. You know what would be really good, though? What? Having a lawn mowing business. Because then you could specialize in mowing the lawns of people like that, and then... That's straight profit. Well, that's why he stands out so much because there's like nobody else like that. Yeah. There's there's not a lot of other lawns that are like that. Oh, okay. So there's not even a point. Because remember I said there's like five houses on one acre of land? Yeah. There's no grass. It's all like dead grass. Like your, your, your outside is your driveway. Oh. There's no grass to mow. So you yeah. wouldn't have a good lawn mowing company. And then what was our next subject? We're going to talk about general business. Yeah, business. What about it? Well, so... Before we came here, we were talking about how much money it would require for us to be making per month to be able to quit our day jobs. Right. And you said around 10K off of yeah. this whole thing. And I said, eh, that's a little much. Yeah, you said 8K. I said 8K, mostly because if you think about it, you're going to have, like once you get to a certain amount of money in monthly income, Oh, this whole YouTube thing, you're going to need to like quit your job to focus entirely on it to yeah. get past that AK barrier is what I said. I don't know if it's actually AK. There might be another barrier where it's like 5K or whatnot. Yeah. But I do know that there's some type of barrier where it's like, okay, you're going to make this much money if you just keep doing this and working your job. So so what? Like if we start plateauing, that's how yeah. we know that if we, we start like plateauing, you got to be like, okay, we got to put in the work and we literally have to quit our job. I don't know if it's AK, but I said it's probably around AK. Probably. And that's money, not like subscribers or views or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, 8K gross income. I feel like there's going to be a plateau that we're going to hit, and to push through it, we would need to quit our job. But I'm not thinking about just just YouTube because, you know, like, it's it's one thing to have one source of income, but, like, you know, true entrepreneurs need to get multiple sources of income and have multiple different skills in order to be able to grow. Right. Yeah. But so we but we need to have a stable base in order to grow. Yeah, and that's our day jobs. Mm, I see of it more as day job to YouTube than YouTube to grow. Well, what I'm saying is like like side jobs is in like graphic design or like, you know, like I know what you mean and I'm I'm telling you I think the best route is going to be day jobs to YouTube. And well, yeah, I YouTube know. YouTube like, is the base. Like YouTube, but then like as soon as we start YouTube, other businesses as well. 
but why not entirely focus on the core aspects of because YouTube will take a while to start making money. And and I think it, it's going to take a while, but we can shorten that time by not focusing on other things. We can still we can still explore other options, right? But if we start to you know take the limited amount of time that we have and exploring other things, that time for YouTube to make money is just going to be spread out. Yeah, but once you're like, if you're uploading once a week, you know, like one video per week, that means that once you get your video done, that's free time that you could be using on something else. I think we can do more than once a week. Okay. I think with both of us, we can do two videos a week, four videos a week. Two of each one of us could do two, and then four videos a week. Okay. Yeah, that was confusing. You were like two videos per week, and then four, and I was like, uh, uh two or four. Two between but, each of us, four in total. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's realistic, but also you got to think like. Is that something that we'd want? Because you wouldn't want that. Well, it's it's more about consistency right. than it is about the upload schedule itself. You know, mm-hmm. so it you know there's a balance between quality versus quantity, right? And so I just want to make sure that we ha- still have enough quality. And, you know, if if we're spending all of our free time off of our day jobs, then that is going to, you know... Be quality. Be quality. But what I'm saying is, like, we could take... If we if both of you, you and I, were doing one video per week and just spending one week on that one video, imagine how quality it would be. I don't think the YouTube algorithm supports that type of you know, um, video upload schedule for small creators. It just doesn't. Two, two videos per week? It it doesn't. It really doesn't. I think it supports definitely three videos per week. I think, well, yeah. But in general, I'm saying like the YouTube algorithm is leaning towards short videos, which is already a disadvantage for us because our videos will not be like short. Some will be short, some will be long. Yeah, but I mean. And, and you said earlier that our, a lot of our free, like, because you said we're going to upload a video and then we'll have nothing but free time. I think the free time will be working on the next video. It's going to be constantly, you know, churning out that next video, making that next video. So what you're saying is we're going to have more than a week because we'll be we'll be ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because you said, like you said, you're going to be uploading a video and then the video you, like, once you upload it, that's just free time. What free time is there? Because then it's instantly to the next video. Yeah. You know what I mean? So why not just have that downtime work into another video? Well, what I'm saying is that, like, if you build up so many videos to the point where you have, like, six videos ahead of what, you know, you, you like, have six videos scheduled, mm-hmm. right? So then you have a month and a half worth of content. You could literally just stop working, and it would run itself at that point sure. for six weeks. You could do that. So... At that point, that's a lot of free time to where you could be spending on something else. I don't think we'll ever... It's going to take us a while to even get to that point. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, you know, we're, we're going to get we're gonna get it down to where it's just like, you know, video, 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 video. But I think... When, when we're so... Right, but I think we should just upload it. those videos. 
instead of if we're getting if we're getting them cranked out that fast to where we can do like four videos five videos a week then we should without question why why wait on a one video a week period youtube does not support that whatsoever because the more content you put out is is the better it is and then you want to talk about quality well if you focus on other things that aren't youtube the quality of those videos goes down because you're trying to rush this out then how come you see uh channels that have over you know a million two million subscribers that are posting one video per month you see way less of that than you do fucking breakneck vloggers who literally just go out there and upload like a 20 minute vlog every day they and it might be you know it might suck but the the truth is you have a lot more of the vloggers who and if you think about the work those guys put in it's not the same 20 minute vlog versus a 35 40 minute documentary video that's very informational it's mm -hmm. not the same but it's unfortunate reality is the vloggers because they upload so much and get so many views versus the dude who might have one video that gets like five million views the vlogger still makes more money and more views. That's just how it is. Yeah, but... And you see a lot more of those vlogging channels. But you also got to think about, like, the audience that you're targeting to, you know? Like, the audience that we're targeting to doesn't necessarily want a new documentary four times a week, you know? That's not what I want. They don't like, They don't get that, though. Like, I, I consume that the kind of content that we put out. Like, you consume a lot of short content. Like, that's the reason why you go on TikTok a lot. But, like, my version of entertainment has always been one-hour-long videos, you know, and I, I watch, like, three or four of those a day. And what I see a lot is that if you if you just put like really quality editing, you stand out above the other documentaries. And that's really important for sustaining and getting subscribers. Because while the YouTube algorithm itself to be able to uh, target more people requires you know consistent uploading and lots of content, the actual subscribers and the the audience is looking for something that stands out above the rest. And so to have that next level editing, like I'm not necessarily talking about like, you know, it's again, quantity over quality. Like you're saying that once we start getting this down more and more that we're going to be able to upload more content. But I was thinking once we get this down more and more, we'll have our quality go up. I don't I don't agree with that. I'm I'm telling you that the way that we can that it's gonna have to be structured is we're gonna have to have quality content, right? Mm -hmm. But we're gonna have to have a quantity of quality content. Well what about like and and you can't have quality content if you're focusing on other things that aren't YouTube. We have the podcast. We have YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. And you want to do other stuff on top of that while working seven days a week. Yeah. It's just not viable, Eddie. Well, what about a, a compromise to the fact that we have these videos that we just, you know, we just hammer out, right? And then we have one video 
that we work on in like the background that's like that's like our kind of like masterpiece of the month mm -hmm. you know we're like we're having like normal videos that we're dishing out like twice three times a week um and then we have this this one video that we're working on that we're going to post for like the quality video of the month sure so like our videos could be like 10 15 20 minutes long normally and then we have this like one video that we work on in between those that's going to be like a 40 minute to one hour yeah and i'm not disagreeing with that we i, I don't care how we do it i'm just saying right this yeah. is what you want to do uh, okay yeah you, well i'm trying to like incorporate uh both of ours together that's, that's I, the, I know i'm telling you I'm, this is what i'm telling you though yeah is that you're, you you want to do this you want to have you want to have our main jobs right mm -hmm. and then you want to have the youtube and then you want to you know the youtube channel and the podcast and everything yeah as as the base not the base you want to have that as a side and then everything else as a side right yeah. I'm telling you, if we split our efforts like that and don't just focus on while we have our jobs, right? This is while we have our jobs. Uh, well, hold on. You convinced me that we should immediately just focus on YouTube. That's what you did convince me of. You, you're right about that. Um, but Oh, that's what I was trying to tell you this whole time. Oh, okay. You, well, so I, 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 eventually we came on to the debate of quantity versus quality. That's what After I'm talking that. about. Okay, let me let me finish here. Let me okay. finish here. Okay. So you have this is what you were thinking. This is what you, I thought you were thinking. Tell me if I'm wrong. We have our jobs, right? Yeah. And then we have the YouTube and the podcast, the YouTube channel and the podcast. Yeah. And then you also want to do all that other e-commerce stuff. Mm -hmm. We can do that other e-commerce stuff. What I'm telling you right now is is that to do that other e-commerce stuff, we have to cut off the job. And to be able to cut off the job, we have to strictly focus on YouTube and the podcast for now. Okay. So, so the base, it's like a, it's almost like a upside down pyramid that we can start chopping things off. It's, that's confusing as hell, but just go along with it, right? Okay. So the first base is the job, and because we're working the job, we can have the side gig of YouTube, okay, and the podcast, okay, and eventually, once that grows big enough we can cut off the job and then have YouTube podcast base e-commerce as the side. Yeah. Right? What you're trying what I thought you were trying to tell me is you want to do the job, you want to do the YouTube and um podcast and you also want to do the e-commerce. I'm telling you if you try and do all three at the same time, you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to have enough time, you're not going to be able to diversify your efforts and you will never get rid of the job. The, the length that it will it will take to cut off the job if you focus on YouTube podcast and e-commerce with everything you want to do is is not a viable thing. Okay. Yeah. You understand you, you, that. Yeah, you did convince me of that. But then we started going on, you know, like we just started talking about the logistics of the YouTube upload schedule. Oh, if we're on the same page about the fucking, the fact that we have to just focus on YouTube and the job. Yeah. We're not going to do e-commerce right away, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were trying to do all at once. Oh, no. No. Like, when you and I were talking about, like, quality versus quantity, Yeah. I was, I was strictly just talking about that kind of 
like just the just the YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because we would need to do just the YouTube and the podcast for like yeah. these first two years. But no matter what, either way, the amount of time spent on it, what am I trying to say? Like, no matter what, you still have to know where the time is going, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's going to be on quality or whether it's going to be on quantity. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I'm yeah. saying we can have, I think you're underestimating our abilities to produce quality content oh my god quality content at a quantity level yeah but like 40 minute uh youtube videos three times a week or two times a week for both of us i feel like that would be pretty hard it would be but i think you're underestimating our abilities and how well we can focus and and grind and and i know us and i know what we're capable of and i think you're underestimating us because to to write a 40-minute script, you've done that before. Mm-hmm. I haven't yet. And how long did that take you? Well, again, I didn't put the effort that I usually would. I was in the middle of school, stuff like that. It okay, was not the how, how many words are in that script? I'm not sure. Over 10,000? Yeah. Yeah, well over 10,000. So if you were to do 1,000 words a day, that's 10. So you need to do more than that. You need to... Okay, let's see. What is the time cutoff for a script? Let's get that out of the way. How how long should it take for a script? Like a true... Like, like a good quality script because we have to research. We have to... Well, first, we have to find the topic idea. Do you want to know my honest opinion? Yeah. I think we can do it in half a day. 10, over 10,000 words in half a day. If you have a full free day, yes. You'd have to be going at over 1,000 words an hour. Yeah. I think we're that good. And I'm not just saying that as an over-exaggeration but, but or an overreaction. that's research included. True. I'm saying if you have a full free day or like you work that day and you get morning and night... I think we can do it then. We should be striving for the impossible. Well, yes, but remember, like, we're only going to have two free days, and -hmm. that's the weekend. But and then the rest of it will be over the weekend, half and half. Over the weekend is still the podcast, Mm -hmm. so that's still kind of a of a full day. But like, we still have two hours that we're we're spending on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, even with like motivation and cranking it out, I just, I just cannot see getting 10,000 words done in one day. I really can't. I can see you doing it. Like, if, if we didn't have to research and writing was just the only thing, then I could see it. But with the research, with the added research, I think that's pretty hard to do. I guarantee it will be. Yeah. And to get- I'm not saying it's not going to be hard or impossible. I'm saying we can do it. I I guess I just have to see, like, actually have to try and do it, you right. know? Because otherwise, I I just can't see it, you know? And I guarantee you people are listening to this and, like, laughing because, like, they think it's, like, a joke. They think I'm being funny. I'm not. I'm dead serious. I can see you. I can picture you yourself doing it. 
I can't because I'm thinking about the the amount of digging that you have to do, the mm-hmm. amount of, you know, because like probably an hour's worth of research gets you, I don't know, a thousand words. So you'd have to do 10 hours of research to get a 10,000 word. But then you got to think about... But we talked about how it doesn't have to be a 45, 35-minute video. We compromise with like those 20-minute videos. Yeah. And so, I mean... that That's what I'm saying is right. that like doing two of those per week, I don't think we could do. Two 40-minute videos per week, each person, I don't think that's possible. Mm. I think it would have to be... 20 minute videos and then like once per month or something. So let's say, let's say you have five days. Okay. All right. Let's try this real quick. Try this with me. Okay. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, five days a week. Yeah. And those are all days we're going to be working. Yeah. The stable job. How, when let's do it for me. I go to work at like nine, 10, right? Yeah. Nine, 10. I get up at like seven. Mm hmm. Seven, eight, nine, ten. That's three hours. And then I get home at like six. I'll go to bed at like nine. Yeah, but you got to upkeep yourself. That's, well, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But still, that's like three hours. I mean, three on each side, six. Okay. Okay. That's roughly, uh, let's say that's being generous. I get six for five days, right? Okay. You know, so five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 30 hours in about a week. Okay. I think that's, not unreasonable to spend 15 hours on a script, 15 hours editing and getting a video out. And then you have the weekend, which is two full days of work. I guess we'll have to see what we're, you know, and of course it's not going to be this right away. I'm saying this is like peak. This is what we're, this is when we're like, this shit's easy. It's just strenuous and long, but it's fucking easy. Like we know how to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. I can totally see it. Right away, absolutely not. There's no way we're doing this at that rate. Yeah. We're going to be learning stuff. We're going to be taking information. We're still going to be rusty. I have to look things up. But for that time being, I think once we see that money come in, right, that money aspect, like, holy shit, this is viable. This is realistic. It's not improbable. It's not impossible. We will be pushed to those limits. So I didn't understand that you were thinking about the peak because I was like, dude, if I were to try and do this right now, no. No, I, I'm I'm not going to be able to do that. But yeah, at the know? peak. Yeah, at the peak. Okay. This, this episode just be called West Virginia and Jake and Eddie's confusing conversation back and forth where they don't understand each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like we leave out certain details for each other and then we're like, oh, well, if you just said that, then it would have made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think at our peak, it would probably be doable. But right away, I, no. Even at our peak, I don't think to... 40 minute video if we still have the stable job i don't think two 40 minute videos per week each person is viable what if you cut out the stable job oh definitely viable there you go bingo pop goes the dynamite inside of me eddie because i love you so much because can you give me a little tang i miss your gentle can i get some tang he's giving me tang right now he's with the mic thank you i got some tang so uh because like if you think like a day on a script and then after editing a video yeah recording half the day and then editing the other half of the day yeah that takes two days to make a video absolutely so i think in in that sense it's it's 
pretty viable. And then, then you got all the other sources. And then once you cut off a stable job, and then it's the fucking e-commerce, right? Yeah. And then if YouTube really grows to be that much of an income source for us, we don't really need to even focus on the e-commerce. Mm-hmm. We can focus on other like business aspects, maybe start a brick and mortar, possibly even like buy houses. We've always talked about that. Yeah. I've always wanted estate. to buy multiple houses, real estate, rent out, Airbnb, shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then they get... That could be our two, literally we could retire off those two main sources of income, fucking YouTube, and then once we build it big enough, Airbnb and rental houses. I know three separate people who Airbnb, uh, because I used to clean uh, Airbnb cabins with my mom Mm -hmm. over the summertime, and so um, we would talk with both the owners. The owners are really cool. They're really nice. Like... They they stopped over one day while we were cleaning. They were like, "Hey, what's up?" Like they were like super open, super nice, really cool people. Um, but most of the time, we work with um, the property manager. Yeah, and she oversees everything, and she also cleans the the other cabins. Yeah, so the owners literally don't do shit. Yeah, the <laughs> owner the owners don't do anything. But if you have a property manager, it it's literally just straight profit. You don't have to put anything into it. Because you're paying the property manager to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. That's like what um, Jack's parents are doing with their um, apartment, or is it, yeah, apartment in Maui. Oh, the condo. Yeah, yeah, the condo. They have a fucking property manager, and then the property manager does deals with the cleaning service, and it's literally just straight profit, but they own the building. Yeah. So that's what I'm picturing. And I, I, for, I forgot, we asked a question, and then he was like, oh, I'd have to ask the receptionist that. And I'm like, the fucking what? receptionist? You yeah, have the a receptionist? receptionist? What? <laughs> yeah. Um, how much how much do your parents make uh, uh in a week, Jack? I don't know. I have to ask the accountant. It's like, what? What did you just fucking say? You yeah. have a goddamn accountant, not like uh, an accounting firm that deals with like your. You have your own personal fucking accountant. Yeah, yeah. It is actually pretty crazy. I love Jack. Yeah, Jack. Jack's a man. Jack's a man. And so I would love to see us at that point, man. Yeah, I would too. Fucking but... sipping martinis. <laughs> oh Lord. I mean. I, you know, it gets to a certain point where, like, you are able to take vacays and stuff. Mm-hmm. Relax. Because, like, your vacation could just be slowing down YouTube videos. It doesn't have to be fully stopping it. Or you could just turn down the quality just a little bit and push out those 15-minute videos yeah. and do it for, like, a week. And then you can go on vacation and have it, like, pre-scheduled, like, upload. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You could just crank out hard a few videos and then schedule them. You could even hire uh, a video editor. Yeah. For dirt cheap. They don't pay them very well. <laughs> and then the uh, uh, fucking revenue you get well, is... I mean, you got to think about, like, the, the pay cut from it, you know? True. Like, to get good quality videos, we don't hire them by the hour. We don't hire them um, just like, oh, like $2,500 per video or whatever. We hire them and, and then... they get a cut. Yeah, they get cut off the video, and then that's their um, their reason for wanting to it to be a good quality video. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, that's that's the most ethical thing to do. The more work that they put in, and yeah, you know, because it is their work. So the more work that they put in, the the more money they get. Mm-hmm. You know, the the more quality it is. And so, um. Yeah, we, we would basically just like record a whole bunch of stuff and then be like, hey, this is what we want. And then they send go it. off our style and they build it like how that. Yeah. 
send it over to the editor, and then the editor does it, and then we watch it, and then review it, and then be like, good, good to go. Good, good video, great. Yeah, and send it off, publish it. Mr. Beast is is like that. He He went from nothing to just like filming random things. I don't even know what he started with. He started with sitting in a room, like just buying things and trashing the room. Yeah, I sent you that um, video of back when he didn't make videos for kids, but just like a general audience. And he, like, back when he like swore and stuff. And yeah, it was that was a funny video. Yeah, he'd like use paper towel that doesn't stick. If you guys have used paper towel before, and we'll probably look back at this podcast and be like, oh gosh, this is not for kids. Like, we, yeah, this is not the same anymore. Probably not. We probably won't be swearing in later on. No. I mean, of course, could be more like Ludwig's side of of creator content where he does still swear. He does still have like, you know, weird humor. Uh-huh. Or like Michael Reeves. It could get to the point where we find out that like maybe this whole like, you know, informational doc style video isn't just isn't for us. Yeah. And so we could just find a whole nother niche on YouTube that's never been done before. And, and make that a reality. It would also be really cool to be a Twitch streamer. Yeah. Yeah. But not like, I, I don't think I'd want to be a gaming streamer, actually. I want to do original content. I would yeah. want to do something cool. Where, like, you go on just chatting or something and then just do, like... Cool stuff. Yeah, cool stuff. Uh, I don't know what. what Dude, if you, you did... know what would be fire? What? Um, Kind of like... You know that gecko, uh, the therapy gecko podcast yeah. that you showed me. So there's this there's this podcast. Uh, if you, any of you have listened to it, called like the therapy gecko podcast, where he gets call-ins, and then, um, I think he actually streams it on Twitch live. Mm, would he though? Because like if people come on there and they don't know what they're gonna say, it's I guess they can't edit that out. Maybe, but I thought the podcast was just like the highlights of it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Um, what he does is just random people call in and then that's his content. So you could also do that for Twitch where like you just like go around town and just meet random people and you're like, Hey, do you want to say anything to like live viewers? Like you could, you know what else you could do? You know how Mr. Beast does, um, his content. It's usually like the bigger content is longer, Mm -hmm. 45 minutes to an hour, right? Of like, and they added stuff down, and of course, there's stuff you miss. But yeah. like, have you seen his manhunts? No. You haven't seen like his manhunt videos. I, I've seen like dreams manhunt videos. No, I'm not. talking like Mr. Beast. Yeah, no. So like, I he haven't. hires a bounty hunter and he chases him like across the fucking city for like an hour trying to get him, and he's like oh. these elaborate schemes. Like, oh, I might be in this porta potty, but there's 35 other porta potties, and randomly helicopters will come and take me away. But I was never in the porta potties; I was always in the helicopter. And it's like, what? yeah, it's actually pretty crazy. But what if you did challenges like that, but you live streamed it? Ooh. So live manhunts, and like you have multi, so like like a live game show, you have like thirty different mul- live cameras following you, uh-huh. um, trying not to get caught. You have these where like you you can't see the chat, so you don't know where like the bounty hunter is, mm-hmm. and like they are also streaming, so mm-hmm. you you can like see switch the, the yeah, cameras live, yeah, like a reality show that you can like interactively go between. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that would actually be sick. Yeah. See, these are the kind of like. You know how it it said that like people always have million dollar ideas, they just don't do them. Yeah, yeah, that's like one of those ideas where like 
you know, Jacob and I, we sat down in a car. We were like, you know what? If we set a timer, how long would it take for us to come up with a million dollar idea? And we came up with one within 10 minutes. It was that easy. Which one was it? The modular clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you, like, with magnets and stuff, you could, like... um. We had, well, we had three basic ideas. I know. I don't remember the other ones. I'm, I remember one of the other three. Um, I think it was, like, heated clothing was one. Heated clothing was two, but first one was, like, tracking your sleep. Oh, so yeah, made, like, the Fitbit we would thing. Make, we would make really cheap sleep trackers and not only would it like just tell you how you slept at night but also tell you like don't eat before a certain time you know like fitbit to the extreme but like focused on sleep instead of like your general health in life yeah it would be like this is how much sleep you got this is what you should get this is when you should go to bed this is when you should stop eating by this is what you should eat and it would like give reminders time frames all based around sleep yeah how much you toss and turn um how much you wake up stuff like that yeah and uh um, but I, I think the most scalable one was the modular clothing. Yes. We we're could, like, we could pitch. We're like, you have a regular shirt that could go into a t-shirt that could also go into a sweatshirt, you know, like. Yeah, so I, so I thought like, I have a jacket that's like a fully winter jacket and then you can unzip certain parts and it turns into just a very lightweight jacket. And I thought, well, what if you scale that like all the way for like hikers and whatnot? So you would have a thick winter jacket and then we weren't magnets. We sat on magnets. Yeah. I think we might have to workshop magnets. I think zippers would be better, but that would be also be uncomfortable. We'd and have to and look plus, at it. It, it wouldn't look good. Yeah, you know? no, it wouldn't like, look good. Because that's what I'm also thinking is that something that's not just a utility purpose, but right. something that like in a t-shirt, it looks good. In a normal shirt, it looks yeah, good. So it would, it would go from fucking um, be a jacket to a lightweight jacket to if you want to make it like the hoodie you could throw the hoodie on there and then from a lightweight jacket it could be a t-shirt from fucking or we could like have two sets so it has the you know full jacket hoodie and regular like you know zip up you could go to another set which would be a long sleeve cut the long sleeve down to a t-shirt you cut the t-shirt down to a tank top yeah like you no longer have to bring like a whole bag of clothes just like your modular clothing and then that's your whole entire outfit. Especially basically. for hikers, you could do um, long pants, and then if it gets too hot on the hike, take off the, you know, extendo mags, <laughs> and yeah. then make them into shorts. Yeah, and like you have that zipper piece down at the bottom, so that um, uh, you can easily like you can unzip it, and then you can take it off even with like Kinda your like shoes. Or, pants. Yeah, yeah, even with like your shoes or your boots. I um, really like that idea. It's yeah. a good idea. We should maybe exploit it. I don't know how it would even be made. I can't even like fathom that right now. I I can. I I, I can visualize it. You in can. My head. I can visualize it, right? I'm not talking about like visualizing. I picture like final product. Yeah. Like the exact parts and pieces you would need to even think about make a product like that. Well, first you go to an engineer, and then you're like, "Hey, I have this idea. I want you to do it. How much yeah. does that cost? You know, and then you gotta sell it. Scalability, investors, yeah, brick and mortar online. It's like like for ten. Th- I'm going to give you ten k, and I want you to make a prototype. That kind of thing. You need to patent it. Yeah, patent so it. they don't steal it because they could. make sure there aren't already patents. I, you can't patent like just modular clothing. It's like you can't patent a t-shirt. <laughs> you know. Yeah. We could patent like our design, our specific creation. And I don't think you can even patent designs, like on on your clothing. I, 
you can patent like the, Nike logo. That's bad. Yeah, yeah, you can do a logo, but not not a design on a shirt. True. I don't think you can either. Because like I, I was looking through things like that, and I I saw multiple things that say, yeah, you can't really do anything if someone steals your design. You can't. You just can't. Like they can't steal your logo, but they can steal the designs on your shirts. Right. Yeah. But that was, I love that idea. I like thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, so our main target audience would start with hikers in that niche group, mm-hmm. but then we would build it from there because people would see it and be like, that's fucking sick. Yeah, like... You'd see it like a campfire, or they'd be like, oh, it's really hot by this fire, and then they'd fucking demagnetize, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't even think about that. That would be, like, sick. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, it's really hot, and you just... It's like, oh, dude, the sun came out. I thought it was going to be cloudy all day, and you fucking remove your sleeves. Yeah, exactly. Like t-shirt. And, you know, like... Because it's fabric, you can easily stuff it inside of your your pant pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, if we were to do a side project while working on the jobs, while working on YouTube, it'd be that. It'd be we would pick one thing, and and that would be probably maximum diversity for us. Yeah. To diversify into. It's and then so we'd cool. have like passive income in the background, like rental properties. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much stuff you can do if you just put your mind to it, people. That. Like I forgot we were even doing a podcast for us 10 minutes there talking about that because it yeah. just got me so excited. Mm-hmm. You just have to do it. Like Eddie said, there's million million dollar ideas like every day and people just don't capitalize off of it. And so you just have to do it. Um, if you think about like, we kind of like forced our, I forced Eddie into this. Um, Eddie's usually not a money spender at all. Yeah. In, it, it's funny because now he's the guy talking about how we have to spend money on this whole YouTube thing. And I'm like, well, we should wait until we actually go 100% into it, right? But originally, it was these microphones and um, the recording red, big red box that stores the, uh, I'm not sure, the audio data. I'm not sure how it works. I just knew what I had it, to buy. It, I think it just converts it. Right. And I'm like, we should buy this for a podcast because we talked about starting a podcast and a YouTube channel and whatnot. I'm like, we should buy this. And they're like, well... Maybe we'll see how this goes, and I'm not sure. And I'm like, I bought it. Like, what? And like, I bought the microphones. You have to buy the red box because they're about equivalent in price. Yeah. And I'm like, I bought all the microphone stuff. You have to buy the red box, so these microphones will be useless. You're like, okay. And you just bought the red box. You were so not ready to buy that thing. Yeah. And you just did. And so now we have a podcast, and it's stuff like that where we've pretty much committed at this point. Mm -hmm. And now I think of it as like an investment. You put the money into this, and it's like, if you don't, put all the other work you've lost all your money yeah i mean we've only grown we like as far as the podcast goes we've only grown yeah there's no well except for last week because we didn't fucking upload an episode but well yeah that that doesn't count really. <laughs> but um pretty much it's i mean this is where we are and i know oh i can't wait to look back on these episodes when we're older oh yeah it's gonna be that, so great it, it'll be so weird it will you know? be weird Dude, we could do like a podcast episode reacting to old podcast episodes. The uh, infinite monetization loop. Facts. Facts. Did you know that you could, um, there's a glitch on YouTube. One last thing here before we go. Do you want to end it after this? How long? Hour 20. We're at hour 20. Sure. So a little YouTube glitch. If you like have, you can like, you know, um, joint revenue off of a video right so let's say there's um you could claim the the rights to the video so you have um you know ariana grande's music video okay whatever you just recorded it and then re-uploaded it they can um 
copyright strike that and then you get joint revenue off of the you and the creator or okay. mostly the creator because it's their video they deem what is theirs and what is yours yeah. and they just take it well you could just fucking do <laughs> um a joint video where it's like five minutes of you could do like a 30 second intro of your fucking channel and then the rest of it is ariana grande's like music video and then that's joint revenue they deem that like Okay, even though Ariana Grande is a majority of the video and probably what they clicked for, you still have a right to this video because they watched through to your part. So they split the revenue. Wow. You could take everyone's fucking content, just re-upload it, and then and if you have a, your own personal intro and outro, it's like, yeah, this is mine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Ryan and Nerd Up with Jake and Eddie. And let me tell you, if you like our podcast, please, please download it because we can't see listens. We can only see downloads. And so we don't know what the equivalent download to listen ratio is because we can't fucking see that. And there's no way to see that. So if you actually listen to this podcast, please download it. Um, it does not fill your iPhone storage. It just sits there and you won't even remember it. You never looked at your downloads. Yeah, it's, it's like kilobytes. It's, it's not. It's nothing. It's yeah. literally microscopic. So just hit download. If if you gave this podcast a listen, just to make us feel good. And if you like it, share it. You know. And also, when you download it, you're able to listen it to it even when you don't have internet or data. Facts. So you can listen to it on the anywhere. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the go. So, But even if you don't, give it a download. It tells you so you gave us a listen and it makes us feel better. And it also helps share this podcast to other people. So then, you know, the, the it grows and it's, you know, you get it. You know what we mean. Yeah. Please just like and follow and please support us. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, and did you know 90% of our downloads people haven't followed? Hmm? Do you know that? People aren't following. Right. Yeah. So you should follow. Follow us right now. But besides that, this has been Writing the Narrative with Jake and Eddie. I'm Jake. And I'm Eddie. <sighs> Goodbye. Goodbye.